Good morning, and if you have your Bibles, please turn with me to Psalm 126. This is another one of the Psalms of Ascents, so it's Psalm 126. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like streams in the Nagav. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Oh God, that is blessing, that reading of his word. Let's just pray. Oh Father, we ask you now that as we come to this psalm that you will open our hearts to what you want us to know about it that it might be something that will encourage us as we go forward in these the days in which we live and that we might be able to sing these songs in the way that those first singers sang it and as people have continued to be encouraged by the words of this psalm, this song, down through all generations. We ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, Psalm 126, uh, this is a, a case of uh, looking back and then looking to the future. You know, when we get together with the rest of our family, the phrase, do you remember when? always sparks conversation about times past. And some of those incidents that we recall might have been at the time quite traumatic. But in hindsight, hindsight, we can appreciate their value as being the things that have helped make us who we are today. You know, I can go back quite a while. When I was a child, I can remember my parents And on those occasions when the families will get together and talk about things, they very often begin to talk about incidents of the Second World War. This was a traumatic time in their lives. And and they would, as they remembered these things, they would constantly remind us of the benefits that we now have that they didn't have in their day and how some of those benefits were brought about by the troubles and the hardships that they went through. And they could also very often uh, recall call some of those incidents and and even laugh about them which was great now it's always good when we look back to not only look back but to look forward to the future and those who are singing this psalm as they approach jerusalem they're in the midst of a journey their eyes are looking ahead as they sing a song about what they might call the good old days And it's because of those so-called good old days that they can celebrate as they look to the future. Now, those good old days might not have been all that good for the people who had to go through them, but there were benefits. Now, in order to appreciate this psalm and to understand why it would be enjoyed by those who sang it on their way to Jerusalem, as one of the songs of Ascents, we have to look at what led the psalmist to write those words. This is a song about a time when destruction had become a time of restoration, 
When a time of trouble was turned into a time of joy. When tears were turned to laughter. Now, most of our families, um, do you remember whens, uh, speak of times of trouble. But times that, as I said before, when we talked about them, we could even laugh about them. I wonder if in the future, as we look back on the years 2020 and 21, the year that we're in now, I wonder what we will have to say about this time. Well, I suppose time will only tell. But let's have a look at our psalm, Psalm 126. Now, we don't know at what point in history of of Israel this psalm was written, but we know that it was after God had delivered them from desolation to restoration. And throughout the history of Israel, as recorded in the Old Testament, there is a cycle, a cycle of the people of God breaking their relationship with God, turning away from the Lord, and then when they realize what they've done, begin to turn back and begin to follow, then that is followed by the Lord restoring that relationship, which again would sadly be broken by the people. And as once again they turned away from the Lord, then turned back to the Lord and having the need for God to bring restoration. As we look at our psalm this morning, and we will see that the theme that is in this psalm can be applied to every generation. You see, we need to, like them, constantly be reminded that it is of the Lord. The Lord who delivers, forgives and restores. And all things are in his hands. Psalm 126 verse 1. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. This was how they would have felt when the Lord restored that broken relationship, such as the time of their return from exile in Babylon. They returned back to their own land. And while in exile, this is the song that they sang. It's Psalm 137. It's actually one that um, a group called Boney M had a, a hit record with some years back. It's 137 verse 1 to 6. By the rivers of Babylon we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. There on the poplars we hung our harps, for there our captors asked us for songs. Our tormentors demanded songs of joy. They said, sing us one of the songs of Zion. How can we sing the songs of the Lord while in foreign land? I forget you. If I forget you, Jerusalem, May my right hand forget its skill. May my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. If I do not remember you, if I do not consider Jerusalem, my highest joy. Return from exile was like a dream come true. You know, on that occasion, their captors taunted them by making them sing songs that spoke of better days. And They found it hard to do this. This was a cruel thing that their captors was making them do. I think that we're familiar with this psalm, Psalm 137. But looking at it through the the lens of our situation with the COVID-19, 
I see it in this way. You see, those captive people didn't want to sing those joyful songs. When they did, they felt the pain and wept as they sang them. But here's something that I had not really noticed uh, before. The result was that as they remembered those days, as they wept, they dreamt of the good days returning. And they longed for those days to returning. And this kept their hopes alive. The hope that they had in the Lord. And then their return from exile when it happened was a dream come true. And it was of the Lord. So Psalm 126 verse 2. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. You know, each time the Lord restored Israel, the surrounding nations would know that what had happened was of the Lord. When the Lord freed his people from Egypt, Pharaoh, Egypt, and the other nations knew that it was of the Lord. Exodus 14, verse 4. This is God speaking. I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will pursue them. But I will gain glory for myself through Pharaoh and all his army. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So the Israelites did this. You see, the Israelites knew it was of the Lord, as did the Egyptians. So back to verse 3 of Psalm 126. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. You see, they continue to remember what the Lord has done in the past when he restored Israel and brought them back to their land. It was of the Lord. Verse 4. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like streams in the Nagav. It's saying, make the desert bloom. This is the poetic reference here. And for those who sing this song, whether it be the worship is on the way to Jerusalem or you and I today as we look at it, the request is the same, that the Lord will restore his people and that there will be great joy. This for them was as they walked towards Jerusalem. This for us is as we walk towards the new Jerusalem. So we come to verse 5. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. You see, the psalmist here brings us the illustration of a farmer and of the changing seasons. There will be a time when the harvest has passed and that will a time, be a time of need to again go out and work the land and sow the seed. 
And as the seed is sown, the farmer will remember how the Lord has in the past sent the rain to restore the harvest. The work is hard, and it brings tears to his eyes, but his expectation of the blessings to come fills him with joy because he looks back as he works towards the future. So verse 6, those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Now, you, like me, are probably reminded of a hymn. And before I tell you what it is, you probably already got what it is. It was written in 1847 by a man known as Knowles Shaw. And the hymn was called, go on, you can all say it together, Bringing in the Sheaves. Let me just share a verse with you from that hymn. It says, Going forth with weeping, sowing for the master. Though the loss sustained, our spirit often grieves. When our weeping's over, we will bid his welcome. We will come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Go on, you can carry on and sing the chorus about bringing in the sheaves. You see, the work will eventually bring a harvest with an abundance of bread that will sustain life. Now that's the illustration. The real benefactor is the one who is the bread of life, the Lord Jesus, the one who gives eternal life. And this brings sinners to repentance. This psalm will fit every generation it has poetic references to the seasons and the work of the farmer. Life has its ups and downs. You know, it, it brings times when work is needed, work for restoration. It brings times of joy. And these times of joy will come. The work might get harder and the need for restoration returns. The hard work begins and the harvest comes round again. As the singers of this psalm in, in the midst of their journey approaching Jerusalem, they are looking back at the history of their nation and they see how God has supplied the needs of the people when they cried out to him. They sing from a heart that is aware of the need for the Lord to be with them in their lives as they look to the Lord for the future. I was thinking about the uh, the folk singer Pete Seeger. He wrote a song based on Ecclesiastes chapter 3. He actually said, um, he took this almost verbatim with one or two little additions. He said, uh, in addition to the music, I did write six words and one more word repeated three times. Now the song is called Turn, Turn, Turn. That is actually the word, the word turn, that repeats three times that Pete Seeger put in. I don't know what the other six words were that Peter, uh, Pete Seeger put in, but I know that the birds had a chart hit with, uh, chart hit with the recording of that song. Uh, the group The Birds is B-Y-R-D, not birds that fly. But here are the words that Solomon wrote that tell us of how life does turn, turn, turn. 
Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 to 8. Just listen to these words. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. You know, this is our time. This is our day. And it is of the Lord. And there is a time for everything. And that is of the Lord. I want to just ask a question. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, maybe it's time that you did. You know, that's not my words. It's the words of Jesus. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 2. For he says, in the time of my favor I heard you, and in the day of my salvation I helped you. I tell you now, it is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. You know what those words are saying? This is a time when we are favored by God. It's his day of grace. He says, I heard you. I wonder if you have cried out to the Lord. And he says, this is the day of salvation. And he can help us. And he did help us by giving his life and paying the price for our sins. And then I tell you now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. This is a, there, there is a harvest for every generation until, until, the day of the final harvest. Let me just read a verse from Revelation chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed is the man who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. This is the book of Revelation it's speaking about, but it's also referring to the whole Bible. And blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. Remember those words, the time is near. I'm going to stay in Revelation 14 verse 15. Then another angel came out of the temple and called in a loud voice to him who was sitting on the cloud. Take your sickle and reap, because the time to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. You know, if you read that passage, this is speaking of that final day. This is the day of God's wrath. If you know Jesus as your saviour, this is the time to look forward, forward to his return. And again, these are not my words. Listen again from Revelation. This is Revelation 21, verse 22 through to 27. I did not see a temple in the city, 
because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. This is looking to the new Jerusalem. Then it goes on. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it. For the glory of God gives its light and the Lamb is its Lamb. The nations will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. On no day will its gates ever be shut. For there will be no night there. The glory and the honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful. But only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. On that final day, at that final harvest time, I wonder if your name will be found written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And if it is, it is of the Lord. Why? Because that means you will have come to him through the power of the blood of Jesus. And as I said earlier, if not, maybe this is the day that you do to come to Jesus, that you do seek salvation. Now is the day of salvation. Because the time is near. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this psalm. We thank you that it has encouraged so many people down the years. Not only that, but it has drawn people to you. And our Father, we just would leave these things in your hands this morning as we brought them to you in the name of Jesus as we have looked at them together in his name and we ask that you continue to bless us through it for we ask these things in the name of Jesus Amen so let me just read that psalm again let us think about it in the days in which we live and how it can be an encouragement to us because these days that we live in are the days of the Lord when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like streams in the Nagav. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Let's all say Amen to that. Amen.